justice, peace, pot. Listener discretion is advised. Listen to this. If you want to do what you want, and if what you want is not in line with the larger interests of what is around you, then they will make you pay a price. If what you want means so much to you, you must pay the price. But if you find the price is too much for what little you want to do, you will step back naturally. It is like going to the market, you know. You went and uh, want to buy a few flowers, that guy says two thousand bucks for flowers. You say, no, I want flowers, but no, because he's asking too big a price. This is so with every step in our life. When we want to do something, there will be a price attached to it. We must evaluate. Do I want to pay this price? What I want, does it mean so much to me that I'm willing to pay this price? Are you willing to pay the price? I mean, I am. Can I get a... I mean, some sort of a... Uh, 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 oh, shit, the news. Throwing stolen money everywhere. Papa. This is another episode, another entry of the Justice and the Peace Podcast. Because I have bowls, you don't. You are listening to another episode, edition, entry of the Justice and the Peace podcast. Today's date is Tuesday, June 12th. The time now is 7.23 a.m. He is I and I is me, J to the motherfucking P. Welcome back, people. Welcome back. Oh, my God. Had to take some time off. Had to take some time off. After my last few podcasts, I had to take some time off. First, I must address a few things. And um, with this new little thing that I've got going on with the um, the pod, um, let me go ahead and um, give flowers to my mother, Paige. I love you. I miss you. Think about you every day, still searching for you until my last breath is left. I love you, baby. Onward and upward. Now, I opened up the show with a clip speaking about prices to be paid and things, you know, about you having to pay a price. And and, and if it's too much, you just won't pay that price. Now, doing this podcast, uh, in the birth of this podcast, I constantly say that I was creating something for my children to, to get closer in touch with their father with. And in the process of doing that, I actually found out that I like doing the podcast. So it opened itself up to a whole other thing. 
Now, once it opened itself up to a whole nother thing, a lot of people who were once a bigger part of my life that are now not a part of my life felt like they were entitled, like they had some sort of entry that they wanted to put onto my podcast. Now, I hate to say this, but this is my podcast. And whatever it is that I do pod about or talk about or feel like saying, I usually do say it. Now, I tell you that to explain to you this. After I had my brother on this... Damn. After I had my brother, that is the sound of my sister text messaging me, actually caught in real time. So, after I had my brother... Turn this shit off. After I had my brother on the podcast, you know, I had a few decisions that I had to make. I never take down any of my podcasts. I always shoot them all in one shot. Um, I try not to edit unless I think someone's personal information or something like that might be accidentally or purposefully put out there. Um, I try not to hurt anyone. When I do this podcast, I genuinely do. But after I had my brother on, I don't think that I hurt anyone except for myself. Because a lot of people treat podcasts like they're songs. Like there is a great replay value with you and your friends bobbing your head. My podcast is not that. I hope that everyone who does give my podcast a chance, and a listen does understand that I have no sponsors. I am not getting paid to do this. I am doing this not out of the kindness of my heart, but out of the simple fact that I love podcasting. I think that I work through things. I find answers out more about the world when I'm done doing my podcasts. And not only that, I open up my mind to a completely different area of things that it is that I usually don't think or talk about during the normal day because you simply can't. A lot of shit that I speak on here you just can't talk about. But after having my brother on and immortalizing his situation for what it is right now, and it's not necessarily the best. Now, I had options, of course. I could take that podcast down. I really could. Or... I could leave it up or or I could just re- keep recording like nothing ever fucking happened. But this is my little brother that we're talking about. And if you know anything about my past, me and my two brothers were all we had for a very, very long time. And I am very, very protective of both of them, no matter or no matter if we're not talking or not. Don't talk no shit about my brothers around me, period. But as we have aged, you know, that pact that we had when 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 the unspeakable event happened <laughs> to us as a child, that pact has deteriorated and it it has not stood the test of time. And and no matter what it is that you do trying to preserve something that cannot be fixed, no matter what you do, it's still broken. It's a broken object. The object that me and my brothers all bonded over 
as children can no longer be something that we move forward with as adults. Now, it may seem like I'm, you know, shooting at at, at my, my brothers, but I'm not. What I'm trying to explain to you is that everybody in your life will not be in your life all your life. People have a tendency, not even a tendency, life has this, this, this tendency of never staying stagnant. The only, the only permanent thing in this life is a constant change, a constant change of se- seasons, a constant change of emotions, a constant change of personalities, friends, you know, places. Your life usually consists of these changes, and they happen so subtle so gradually that we just ease into them. And as I have always been so stubborn, um, I probably should have been, been readying myself for, for, for the day that me and my brothers might eventually not be cool for a very long time. It's not hard for me to do at all. Not at all. And it's not hard for me to try to pick on people even when they pick on me and believe me I'm very very good at talking shit you should listen to my podcast um I choose not to do that here all I can do now after I recorded that podcast with my brother is to come on here and publicly and 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 openly say that sometimes no matter what it is that you do and it's not even sometimes. It should just be no matter what it is that you do, when you try to change others, no matter what it is that you do, when you try to change others, first imagine how hard it was for you to change yourself. It was, it was incredibly um, um, hard over a long amount of time uh, for me to change certain aspects of my personality, certain aspects of my language, certain aspects of people that I kicked it with, all of those things, they take time, adjustments, shit like that. And when you do make, when you do put in the time and do make those adjustments, that doesn't necessarily mean that everyone else is also on your time and has also made your adjustments. So sometimes growth can be a lonely place. Sometimes Sometimes, like they say, you know, uh, I mean, I, I mean, you know, you know, I'm not saying I'm number one, but you know, I mean, the numbers don't say I'm number one. But if you listen to everybody else's podcast, they ain't fucking with me. Period. When they talk about some stupid ass shit that they can't talk about, yeah, you know, shit, you be, you, you, you can't vividly get into any type of real open thought when it comes to their podcast in contrast to mine. But what I was saying is these growth measures. Yes, they are definitely empowering, but also they can be, I wouldn't want to say the word hurtful, but they can be emotionally draining. Emotionally draining. I had to come to a clear, conscious decision and understand and understanding that I can no longer, no matter what it is that I choose or try to do, protect my brothers. They have completely made a decision to go in, go into directions that, you know, we all do. 
you know, even our children, even my kids. It's certain I got kids that are over 18. I can't protect them. But people get into these areas of life to where they 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 don't want nor need your protection. And even even as much as we think that it's love, sometimes it's being overprotective. I'm saying all of this because it's just on my mind, and that's why I haven't recorded in a week, in a day, just thinking about what exactly may happen in the future with me and my brothers. It, it, it's a constant swirl that, 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 that's always in either one area or another of my brain, wondering what's going to happen with the two individuals who were there with me during this uh, very significant um, cornerstone in my life. Also, I can't blame, I just can't blame uh, my brother for, for me not recording. There's a whole bunch of reasons why I haven't recorded. I needed some time off, number one of all. Number two of all, one of my favorite shows. <laughs> one of my favorite shows. Let me segue into something else. One of my favorite shows is back on the air. If you don't know what the fuck Westworld is, hey, bruh, hey, hey, my nigga, get you HBO Max or HBO Regular. I don't know what they call that shit. Get Sis HBO. <laughs> get the Sis HBO. Um, get that and check out Westworld. It is the shit. So yeah, I've been I've been uh, analyzing that, and then I took some time off just to chill and 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 kind of recalibrate the cards uh, 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 in my deck upstairs. And I came back just thinking this. No matter what it is, I came back thinking this. No matter what it is that my brothers choose to do. It is not my place to judge them nor anyone else. I may have an opinion, and I may be vocal about my opinions, and I also may be liberal about my opinions. But that does not put me in a position to judge them, at least not on this podcast. All I can do is encourage people, uh, especially the ones that I love, and also the ones that I don't necessarily too much give two fucks about. I encourage you all to please please find a way to peacefully navigate through this thing or this experience or or this reality that we call life. What a motherfucking mouthful is an opener, huh? huh? I mean, you know, well, I mean, just, oh, shit. Grandson, my guy. Well, damn, man. I was just trying to, trying to, you know, tell you, you know, you, you, you my you my favorite person in the world. You you know you you the shit dog. I mean you know you ain't a little dude. Said that. Okay, I won't call you a dog, and I won't say that you the shit. I love you though. I do love you. Podcast. All right, I'll go. I'll go. Uh, yes, all right. I'll I'll get on. I'll get on the topic. I'll get on the topic. Over a week, we all know that the news cycle it never stops. It just it it. It's constant. It's a constant ball of fury, fear, and hate. And, and, and no matter what channel it is or what social media platform that it is that you go to, you just can't help but see something. You just can't help but see something that is ridiculously unhumane, inhumane. Yeah, inhumane, I believe, is the right word. You see it everywhere. 
You see it. You see it every fucking place. I have always been under this theory of patterns and 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 how patterns shape our emotions and then how our emotions shape the world that's around us. Now, until we understand how these patterns of either entertainment or information or whatever it is that you want to call what it is that you do when you're not at work, you know, the kind of shit that you ingest, I don't know what other people call it, entertainment, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But the pattern of watching certain things over a certain amount of time makes a certain, I believe, I'm not a scientist, I'm not, disclaimer, I am not a scientist. I believe, okay, that over a certain amount of time, let's say you wake up and you watch the news, right? And and, and in the news cycle, you go, it, it's kind of like fear, uh, 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 hate, dog story, commercial. And then that, that, that shit does that like three times because they got to take so many commercial breaks. You know, and then after that, you got to take the kids to school. Like, all of these emotions are becoming normalized. Where it's fear, hate, blah, 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 blah. Rush, school, back home, work. Like, all of that shit is normal, right? But then, when the school year dies, do those emotions die? Does that same ritualistic behavior that goes on internally that no one else can see, the non-physical, doesn't the non-physical still exist? Right? I mean, even though you're not going through the motions, don't you still have the e-motions? Huh? You like, I'll play that in. Yeah, yeah, you like that, huh? You like, yes. Also, please remember, none of this shit is written down. I'm going off the top of my head. This is just theories and thoughts. But like I said, so if, you get, if you've gotten into this cycle, right, where, where you're used to doing this ritualistic behavior, and then you remove one of those things, doesn't the behavior still uh, uh, exist? Doesn't it still do what it is that behavior does? It still behaves, right? So if, if you don't have uh, uh, such said thing, hence the school, right? And instead of you taking your kids to school and basically dropping them off at the daycare service, because that's what school is, it's a daycare service, it's not education, um, after you drop them off, your hands are clean, then that next emotion kicks in. And when that next emotion kicks in, it's usual it's usually an emotion that you have to yourself. Now, if something interferes with that, that cycle of events, do you think that I mean, maybe the question the question that I'm trying to ask is, don't you think that there would be some sort of opposition? to a ritual, to a ritualistic type of behavior that that we do every day. What I'm trying to say is this, because I'm I'm fucking butchering my own thought, but this is how I do shit here, Uh, try to work it out. Okay, if you wake up every single day, right? Like I said, you watch news, and and, and then you watch uh, uh, these these soap operas, right? And and you, you, you fall completely inside of this story. So much inside of this story that it's damn near family. It's like your second family. You know all these motherfuckers. You know they fake birth. You know they fake birthdays on the TV show type shit. So, so you get all involved in this shit. And then let's say something bad happens in one of these episodes that you don't necessarily agree with. Agree with. 
can I get someone to either agree nor disagree that that much kind of not even interaction because you can't interact with the TV show. It's the it's the reaction that you get from the TV show. But all of those reactions, you know, you take those into the real world, whether or not you know it or not. It's just like, okay, it's just like this. Just like when my brother was over here. I don't listen to that much rap music anymore. I just don't. They have, a lot of people don't have shit to talk about that I never heard. Everybody got a gun. Everybody want a bag. <laughs> Back in the days, we used to call that um, cheddar cheese, um, paper, scratch, fetty, um, guap. We had a whole bunch of names for it. Y'all niggas just call it bags. Um, everybody is talking about the same shit. Drugs, females, money, murder. No positivity, no nothing at all. Now, if you listen to that shit for 30 fucking days, just every day you wake up, fuck this nigga, fuck this bitch, kill everybody, I ain't no snitch. All right, if you, if you listen to that every single day as, as some shit for fun, what happens when you get mad? I will wait. Black <laughs> Gorsay. I will wait. Grandson, what are you doing? What's going on over there, man? But yeah, what I'm saying is we subconsciously program ourselves and don't even know that we're programming ourselves. And just like in the beginning of the podcast, like the guru said, you know, there's a price to pay everything in life. There is going to be a price to pay. And with that price being, when that price has to be paid, are you really willing to pay that price? Like he, he, he says, you know, if you want flowers, you go to the market. You tell a guy you want some flowers. He's like, it's $2,000. You're like, no, I, I guess I don't want flowers. But the thing is, once you start doing these rituals, it's not until afterwards that you realize that you didn't want to do what it is that you did because you've already programmed yourself into reacting in a in such of a singular, such of a narrow way because that's your programming. If you're not programming yourself to be a healthier individual, if you're not programming yourself to be a more thoughtful individual, if you're not programming yourself to be a more humane Individual, when things happen around you, how do you expect yourself to react? It's a clear question that I think we all need to begin to ask ourselves, not only as time goes on, but the more and more, I mean, the more and more that that knowledge is prevalent and, and, and right in front of us about human nature. And I'm not talking about, like, pee-pee and poo-poo shit. I'm talking about human nature, about how people act, how people feel, what do people think, those things. I mean, you can fuck it up real, real quick, man. You can fuck up your human nature real, real quick just doing ritual shit, just beginning a ritual and not understanding that it's a fucking ritual. I can't listen to too much rap music. That's that's all I'm saying. That's that. That's all I'm saying. Also, 
Yeah, also, I got to get off the rap music because motherfuckers will hate me. And yeah, fuck all you rappers that don't like the fact that I don't put your fucking music on my podcast. You can kiss my ass <laughs> if you want to fucking do a podcast. Do your own podcast, buddy. Real shit. And, and you know what I'm talking about? You, you smell me. You can do all that shit over there. I don't do none of that shit over here. I speak clear fucking English so that everybody, including your ass, can understand me. You dig? You, you pick up what I'm dropping, you know what I'm saying? You picking it up, man. You picking it up what I'm dropping, man. But yeah, yeah, I can't stand rappers anymore. Oh my god. Um. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I had to get that out. But yeah, yeah. Um. Of course, you guys know. You you all know that I have been trying to push this point on my podcast since I don't know day two. <laughs> since day two, I have been trying to push this point about how valuable women are, about how powerful women are, about how much I love 100% organic woman. Oh, my God. I drink a bath water. <laughs> but, uh, yes, the, 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 there is no comparison to a 100% organic woman. But, but... With that being said, there are some things that also need to be said with 100% organic women. And that's that y'all have been tricked. You constantly have. And no matter how many times somebody else tells you, people don't like to listen. Especially when it's a man. And I look like a white guy. So a whole bunch of people don't want to fucking listen to me. But since you won't listen to me, maybe you'll listen to his daughter. Can I please get that clip? I'm an independent, strong black woman. I don't need no man narrative is a scam. Here's why. Society has conditioned us to believe that we don't need anybody. We don't need any support and we can do it all on our own. What a lot of us has accepted as normal is really not normal. Households were created to be two adults and children. The price points that the world is set in now requires two incomes. That's why you're working two jobs. And if we are not working two jobs, we have told ourselves that we have to go back to school, get higher education so we can make more money, which is a necessity. But wouldn't it be better if you had a whole team member helping you along? So we cut off all men who are not making at least six figures. Mm. We tell our baby daddies we don't need them because you're not able to pay us subs a substantial child support. So my kids don't need you. And we don't realize that our black men offer so much more than just their financial provision. They offer protection. They offer guidance. They offer leadership. They offer a masculine energy that absolutely depletes you when you have to provide that. Preach. You are created to be feminine. You are created to be the nurturer. You were created to be soft and loving. And we are having to play both roles because we are not allowing any man in out of fear that we're going to get the wrong men. See? See? I want to play it three times for you, motherfuckers, so you can listen to what it is that she says. Now I'm going to figure out a way to break these things down to where I could just play her clip and then why I agree or why I disagree. But the biggest part of what she said was what it is that men provide besides the financial security that every woman thinks well, every woman fears may 
completely corrupt and ruin her fucking existence. Like, like the guy won't make sure that you have tampons or pads so that blood is running down your leg. I'm sorry for the nasty visual. But listen, this has to be said. Men provide much more than just financial security. Period. Period. There is a lot of shit that men don't fucking say that I say on my podcast. And the first and foremost thing is this. All men know that some of us have no limitations on no. No means yes until I hear yes (laughs) to certain dudes. It's not funny, but it's funny because some women work in that fashion also. And you don't know exactly how motherfuckers work. But when you put a man into a situation, he can easily tell a woman, hey, he is not trying to be your friend. He's trying to fuck you. When you put a man into a situation, it's a deterrence from certain things happening at your home. When you put a man into the situation, it is much easier to resolve issues with your children, to discipline your children when you have a man in the situation. But the narrative now is that women don't need men. And actually, women can be men. And, and, and men can be women. I push back so hard on those things. So hard on those things. And I've been trying to figure out a logical explanation so that you motherfuckers can finally understand how it is that I feel. And I think I got one. I, I truthfully think I got one. And here's the superhero. The superhero, he comes with a message. Brace your motherfucking self, nigga. It works like this, okay? It's just like this. All right, I don't care what nobody does in their bedroom. And neither should you. What anybody does in their bedroom, if they like to play with themselves, if they like to play with, with other things or other people, it, it shouldn't matter. Your personality should not be about your sexual preferences, right? But, well, and, and but, and but. <laughs> My thing is this. Since your sexual preferences aren't really important at all to me. I'm not judging you over that. What I'm judging is over the simple fact that I am being force-fed some shit that cannot scientifically even exist. It cannot exist in the natural order or balance of life. Because, and listen, a lot of people are about to get mad about this shit, but this is the truth. You could drop two gay people in the middle of the forest They will never reproduce. Never. Two males, they can't make a baby. Two females, they can't make a baby. You cannot reproduce. So in nature, in nature, there would be no reproduction and no passing down of your belief system. That's just in nature. Only at this time, in this time, of human existence has this existed on such of a fucking scale to where you can change your gender and then down the gender that you once was, but yet and still 
ask for something from the other or the same gender. So you can turn into a girl, a man can turn into a woman, and then talk shit about men. But then adopt a baby. Like it, it like there's some weird shit going on. You can't do any of that shit in, in, in nature. And plus not only that, do you think for one second that a lion is going to respect your fucking rights for being gay? A lion will eat your ass just like <laughs> I go say that. A lion will eat you just like it will eat anybody else. You are a snack. We are all snacks in this motherfucker. Now, when it comes to men, and I mean 100% organic men, there's a natural masculinity. And I'm not going to deny that some women are just born like dudes. You know, we used to call them tomboys, but they were still girls. We still understood that they were women. But when you put a masculine man, when you put a man into a situation, he can see things that most women can't see. That's why we need each other. Because when a man is with a woman, she can see things that he can't see. We need each other. It's We use each other to survive. It's that simple. That's how we've made it this motherfucking far. And the denial of that will deplete our existence completely. Completely. Until we appreciate each other for the powers that each gender hold, there will be this, this, this confusion, this, this confusion. Now, I don't give a fuck what nobody identifies with. If you want to, if your name is Sam and you want me to call you Samantha, I have no fucking problem. But I also know this, Samantha, I can't make a baby with you. I don't want to make a baby with you and I can't make a baby with you because you're not a 100% organic woman. And there should be nothing wrong with me saying that. Just like there's nothing wrong with you saying uh, 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 out loud what it is that you like to do in the bedroom, even though I have a six-year-old son in the room. So I, I need to understand right now exactly what is the more offensive thing to say. Because right now this force-feeding of, of men not being men and women not being women, I see it having a big, big impact on the culture of humanity in the long run. And I think that is definitely something that needs to be addressed <coughs> because we need each other. You know, it's, <clears throat> we've already got enough issues with the colors of people's skin, let alone now we want to start some shit with gender. We haven't even got over the race thing. And now we're going to attack each other uh, uh, gender-wise. We have too many motherfucking luxuries in this life for this to actually be a matter. This shouldn't even be a matter. What people choose to do should be what people choose to do. But when motherfuckers come in and try to infringe or take away what it is that a man can provide to a woman or what a woman can provide to a man, I push back strongly. And I stand firm in that pushback. And like I always say, I am open for discussion with anybody as long as we can speak without insulting each other or making any kind of big-ass motherfucking show or 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 uh, uh, what they call that shit, viral bites. I'm not trying to go fucking viral over arguing with people on this podcast. I just want to have a conversation that's that's a little bit more either understanding for you or understanding for me. 
But back to what this lady says. I love it so much. We've been tricked. They've been tricked. Because most guys, we see a woman that be on her shit. And the guy be like, man, she probably got attitude problem. And this. that's because most women who got their shit together got attitude problems because of what it is that this lady just now said. They don't look at us in, in, in the same light. They don't even understand the struggle anymore. It used to be an, uh, it used to be an understanding that the system was kind of set up against black men and, 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 and they want to kill black men. And now, even though it is happening right in front of us live on TV, Every other weekend, people are getting killed on camera. Women still don't believe that there is something going on in this country with the separation of the black nuclear family. I don't get it. I don't get it. And pretty soon, this is what people don't understand. I'm trying to address this because if they knock this wide open, they can go after any family. They've been trying to knock the, that, that and, and they're pretty successful right now. But if, if this completely works... They could separate any nuclear family. It, they are learning the ways of separation. This is everything is like a clinical trial when it comes to shit here in America. Drugs, clinical trial. Uh, 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 MK Ultra, clinical trial. <laughs> All this shit is clinical trial. And if they are successful at separating the black nuclear family, no family is fucking safe. That's why everyone should care about exactly how this shit plays out. We all need to remember that we need each other. We all need each other. You know that bum sitting in front of the store to get on your fucking nerves? He needs to be there. He shouldn't be there, but he needs to be there. You want to know why? Because somebody who just stopped drinking sees him every day, and that reminds him of where he could be if he falls off the wagon. There's certain things in this life that complement each other, even though they may be ugly. It's it's it it, it complements this 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 enthralling, just oversensitive experience. This thing we call life that these all of these things, as unbalanced as they may seem, they are balanced. Until, like I said they become unbalanced and an overcorrection is called for and needed. And I believe an overcorrection is called for and needed when it comes here. If you listen to the podcast, you should know, I want everybody to do nothing and nothing alone but to have the best experience in life as possible as long as they don't hurt anyone in the process. And I hate to say it, But this new uh, 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 men ain't shit, women ain't shit, or there's no such thing as 100%. You just can't be a man. You got to be a cis man. That shit, I see it being very, very hurtful. And we need a a a overreach. We need we need we need a a a reactive measure to balance the pendulum because this shit is swinging out of control, like many other things. But yeah, where we at? See, 40 minutes, 40 minutes, big mouth, big mouth from the south side of sack. Yes, you know, I mean, it's been a week and a half. I mean, a week and a day. What can I say? I mean, you know, Papa. grandson, my guy. What, 
What, I mean, what the fuck is going on? Don't say that. Oh, my bad. What, what, what is happening, my dear grandson? <laughs> okay, I, I don't know what the hell you want me to say. Okay, I just, I, I don't know what you want me to say. Go say. Oh, I need to finish the podcast. I got you. I got you. I got you. All right. Well, um, this is the Justice and the Peace production. Thank you for listening. Like, rate, subscribe, tell a friend. Don't be a pretend friend. I'm going to say it one more time. Do whatever it is that you need to do to find peace. Just don't hurt anybody in the process, okay? This is the Justice and the Peace production podcast. I don't know what the hell you want to call this shit. But yeah, everybody get low. This is the Peace Podcast. Peace. Do not travel into areas affected by the attack.